0: Hi, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Vicki. We are two medical speech pathologists who share a love of dogs, sarcasm, and holiday pay. The medical field can be intense. Just ask any nurse. So to do our part to combat the exhaustion and add a sprinkle of humor, we created this podcast.
1: Join us each week where we interview a different guest that works in some capacity of healthcare.
0: They will share their personal stories, ups and downs, and moments that truly will leave you so Speechless. All right. So just start telling us a little bit about you, where you're at in healthcare, and a little bit about your experience.
2: Okay. So I'm a registered nurse. I've been a nurse for over a little over four years now. I currently work in acute rehab setting. Mm, I mean, that's where I started. I've tried different things like I have some med-surg experience and a little bit of tele-training but I've mainly stuck in rehab it's the best place to stick yeah yes, <laughs> it is
0: it's how you meet people like us so here we are um and what other endeavor are you currently
2: tackling so I'm currently in nurse practitioner school Whew. Yep.
0: school and work yeah no, she's no gonna be you. a doctor nurse
2: so COVID. for,
0: for the last several years that I've known her, she's been known as baby nurse because she's so young and on our unit, she's so young and, to little. One. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. yes, and Pretty much pint sized. <laughs> so it just fits. And now she's going to be baby doctor nurse, yeah. which is a real mouthful. <laughs>
1: baby doctor nurse, Stephanie on her badge. people are like is your first name baby
0: or is that a middle name (laughs) (laughs) did your mom just love love you so much when you're a baby she's like baby that's her name baby doctor
2: it would have been bebe bebe
0: bebe Bebe. 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 medico enfermera stephanie (laughs) Put it in both languages on a patch. <laughs> Everyone's just like, yeah, okay, I don't know. Like, there's just are those credentials, is it, nicknames, acronyms. A joke. <laughs> uh, All right. So nurse experience. Going to school to be a nurse practitioner. How many years have you worked as a nurse now?
2: A little over four years now. Okay. I'm gonna go on my fifth. Woo-hoo. Oh,
1: so you've got
0: plenty
2: of stories at this point. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, I mean,
0: nearly half a decade. And
2: I also started <laughs> as a CNA too. So I mean, like there's that too. Yeah. So what
1: setting did you work in as a CNA?
2: So I, um, pretty much, it was an outpatient rehab. That's how I got oh. into the hospital as a cute. Just I used it as a in into the hospital, and then I was planning on just deciding what I wanted to do after that, but. I fell in love with the setting of acute rehab because mm-hmm. it was way different than the outpatient one. Yeah, because I didn't really like outpatient. So then, yeah, I stayed. I mean, as a new grad, I, I had a contract, so I stuck around. That's how they get you. Yeah, but the, and then <laughs> COVID, and I was like, oh. Well, wherever I go right now. <laughs> You're like, it's well, I wanna be... tie myself to this, you know. Hold on. And I mean, I really did love the setting. Like I went into nursing because I wanted to help people. And I quickly realized on um like in nursing and just the other floors that that I worked on that you really like very soon things become a task over people yeah so that's what's always made me stick to acute rehab and i know yeah. a lot of people are like well what are you why'd you go to school just to work in rehab because yeah it's just a nursing home yeah people just and don't it's understand like, no, it's so much more like there's so much to it yeah I just like that's why i stuck around because i still get to treat people like people and yeah. i feel like
1: being in acute rehab, you really get to see where people are when they're really medically fragile mm-hmm. versus where they are when they walk home.
0: Yeah, totally. <laughs> and
1: you're like, wow. And, and that you a build such so like,
0: like intense mm-hmm. bonds and they feel like being like hospital based adds like another level of that because you're like part of like a lot of that like critical thinking and like yeah. decision making and like mm-hmm. the team is really, um, collaborative yeah. Versus, like even like I've been in other acute rehab settings that are like standalone, and it's such a different vibe because if something comes up, and it's more of that like, um I mean, I want to say exciting, but that sounds like that sounds like the wrong word. But like <laughs> intense, where like something's happening or there's like an acute like status change or something, you call nine one one yeah and, you and they wait have to till go to another hot like yeah. a quote-unquote like a real hospital yeah. where like you miss kind of like that acuity but like here it's the acute rehab side but you're still seeing people that are much less stable yeah. all the way through mm-hmm. like getting them to discharge home so it's kind of cool i feel like you use more of your skills yeah because, Acutely, I mean, still
2: that I experienced that like at my PRN job where it was an outside standalone acute rehab hospital, and I that was the one aspect I did not like. It was if anything ever goes wrong. Just call nine one one. I'm like, like I know they might I have, well be at home. I'm like, I know I have the skills to do what they need from me, but right. you're not letting me. You're telling me just call nine one one, and I was like, oh no, right? Yeah. Because
1: there's not like medically enough people, yeah. who do know to what like to yeah. do handle in that situation, yeah. yeah. And, like
0: you don't have access to like imaging, yeah, tests, like it just yeah, so different. So I feel like that's like another like big misconception. People are like, oh rehab, like, uh. Yeah, yeah. They, You know, they feel like, why would you go there? You'd lose skills. But mm-hmm. it's just like a whole different skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, And when you become a nurse practitioner, still up in the air on where you'll yeah, land. There's much. so many. I mean, it's just a whole different thing. Yeah.
2: I still don't even know what I want to special. I mean, I've always loved the geriatric population. Like I've yeah. always, even when I was mm-hmm. a CNA, they, I, it's just my preference. Like in nursing school, everyone's like, pediatrics and babies and blah blah and yeah. I'm always like, give me the old people. <laughs> they like, so much yes. fun. Whether they're like sweet or just grouchy as can be, they're really fun either way. It's yeah. almost like
1: working with kids a lot of the yeah. time is like once you dabble in geriatrics, they're like children but with way more funny stories and like mm-hmm. social cues. So yeah. then it's double funny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was like I, when I worked in pediatrics, I was just like, okay, I'm spending the majority of my energy tricking these kids into doing what I want them to do. And they still don't care. Like they don't have buy-in. Like they're like, yeah, whatever, who cares? My parents just make me come here. And when you work with adults, they're like, yeah, I've lived my whole life doing these things independently. I'm super motivated. I'm really good at my job and I want to get back to it. Or, you know, I want to be able to drive again. I want to be able to live independently. I don't want to have to like go live anywhere else. I don't want to have to rely on people. Like they know what they're missing. And they're thankful. And they're, yes. They're, so they're yeah. just motivated. They're like so grateful. I mean, they're always going to have your outliers, right? And <laughs> I mean, those are the ones that really like make you earn your paycheck. But for the majority, mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. – You're, like, a really cool part of, like, a puzzle to get them back to their lives. And, you know, no one wants to be in the hospital. And so it's, like, if you can just, like, make it a little more enjoyable, a little bit more, like, fun. They're they're just, like, they just love it. You can see them, like, truly enjoy, like, their stay. Yeah. Um, Which sounds... Like it would be nearly impossible because everyone's like, get me out of here. But how many times do we hear it every day at our job where people are like, I'm actually like really sad to like leave. Like I'm excited. Everyone's like, but I, like, I like, can't wait till my discharge
1: date. And then they start to
0: discharge. like, I just want to thank you guys so much.
1: I'm gonna i to miss can't everyone. can't wait to visit. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And like
2: we have a joke like just among like the nurses and techs on how they're like, I just always have those patients that never want to go home. I'm just yes. like, okay. Today's discharge. Like, what time are you leaving? let like go. I have some that I leave before they do. Like, they on get my comfortable <laughs> like, with all of us. I like, I yeah. know, I'm gonna miss you too. Like, TikTok, let's I go. I hope see you anywhere else except here. But exactly. you gotta go. Yes, <laughs> stay here. it's like, like ironic. The door is open. <laughs> you like build this
0: like comfort level. Yeah. I think too. Like, you come into the hospital usually because something traumatic happened, and it's kept you there. And there's like this level of comfort where you're like, in the back of your mind, you have like if anything goes wrong, if anything comes up, like there's 24 seven staff here Mm -hmm. that like are going to anticipate any little thing, take care of you and be there. It's like a little
1: safe haven.
0: Yes. And so when you go home, you have this whole team of around the clock, doctors, nurses, therapy, you know, staff, techs, all these people that are like Mm -hmm. keeping an eye on you. You literally have a lifeline call button that like (laughs) commands someone to your bedside and like just the mental, like, you know, like peace of mind, I guess yeah. that, that gives you. And then you like send them home and they're like, my wife's not going to do this for me. It's like, <laughs> yeah. And she shouldn't because now you can do it. Like, it's just like yeah. this shift, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, which
2: I mean is a good thing and a bad thing because sometimes, I mean, it's great that we get to be in a setting where we get to really know them as a person and their families. And you become so invested and they become invested with us. Like, yes. When I, oh, sorry, around the time when I was getting married, basically every patient at the time they knew like they're like yeah. oh it's coming up like they're, they're counting like they're, down, like, counting your your yes. they're <laughs> like counting down more than i was <laughs> they're,
0: they're like, like, like making you like a little veil yeah. out of like shenanigans <laughs> on the unit they're like okay yeah but then like
2: there's a the downside where like then we're when we know it's not the greatest situation at home then we're like we're so totally. invested we, it starts bothering us too yes right
0: um, i always like tell patients too when they get close to discharge i'm like please stay in touch like please come back and visit or like shoot us an email or something because i always describe it as like we do build these like intense connections it's like watching a really good movie and then someone turning it off with 10 minutes left yeah, and you're you like never know how it yes yeah. and you're like what where do mm-hmm. they go what happened Did they get back to jo- like their job did they get to go on that trip that they had been talking about for weeks like mm-hmm. you are all in and that's like I don't blame them, right? Like if I was in the hospital and I finally got out, I'd be like, bye. I never want to think about this chapter of my life again. (laughs) But it's like the ones that do and they like come back to visit or they do send that email or follow up. You're just like, oh my gosh, like it means just as much to us as it like does to them when they're on the unit. They're like, thank you so much. Like this is like, it means so, so much to me and it's cool, but- there are always the outliers. <laughs> and, and usually yeah. that's where the stories come from, That's in, where right? the stories <laughs> come from. We very rarely tell like our super entertaining, hilarious stories on like the nice, sweet, grateful, compliant patients. It's always Absolutely. like the wild cards. Yeah. So top speechless moment, what's like your number one story that kind of comes to mind when you think, oh shit.
2: <laughs> well, I mean like for sure it's always the TVI's that always have <laughs> that little mixture of dementia <laughs> like
0: they are yeah, the epitome like wild card yeah.
2: <laughs> like i remember we had a specific patient who was there for a brain bleed and he had a significant like just and also from the fall of the tbi like that occurred and he was just known for being so impulsive like he could not walk but he Tried anyway. Had it in his mind that he could. <laughs> yeah, and like he had fallen a couple times. And Those are the like, best ones. Uh, yeah, and I'm like, look, I would always start my shift like kind of jokingly, like you know, like I never want to go in there barking orders, but I'm like, look, I'm like, not with me. I'm like, yeah, 12 Those- hours to behave is not gonna happen with me. <laughs> For the next 12 like, hours, you will be yeah. a rule follower. Mm-hmm. And he always called me Sarge. He's like, oh, here comes Sarge. I'm like, go <laughs> ahead. I was like, call me whatever you uh, want. Which kills me. Not. Yeah, because I'm like this five foot one. Yes, exactly. Five foot one is pushing it. (laughs) On a good day with her tall tall shoes. Yes, and then he's super tall and just totally, but he never ever misbehaved with me. Like it was always we had such a good report. Yeah, but there was just these outlandish like comments all the freaking time. All right, give us the comments. (laughs) I'll live for this. Like he just ate, like, one-fourth of his meal because the rest of it, he was wearing it. I like, no. could not get um anything into his mouth. And I would always end up having to clean him up after because, you know, like, to so your job From <laughs> yeah. my head to toe he's wearing something oh so even, no matter how many towels i try to cover him with like yeah. anything no it's just he always found a way At you're like, like this is
0: uh, honestly impressive how yeah. you can get it so like, many different places <laughs> like
2: so i remember one time it was like already closer to shift change and i never wanted to rush them so i was just like you know like no matter how long you take like i'll be in once you're done and i had like my coworker help me like to go in there and like the salad and that's the one thing of course he picked the salad which <laughs> Could have like a ton of million different things. Yeah, it's like anywhere. 85 different croutons components and cheese and croutons. lettuce, like baby tomatoes everywhere. On an ear, a freaking piece of lettuce between the toes. Like, it's horrible. And he had a ton around his genital area, like his groin. And I was Perfect. like, what did you do? Did you pour this salad down your pants or naked what? eating? Like, like, just. I know. So then we were cleaning him up, like full exposed. And then I was like, oh, it looks like you have some <laughs> salad like on your. Genitals. He's like, "Oh, if you want some, you're welcome to have some." And I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm good." I'm like, "I already ate my dinner." You're like, I'm not "Oh, really trying hungry. to save the calories." Thank you for the offer. I was like, thanks for sharing. And then no. I was like, mm, "I'm good." <laughs> and then at the time, you try not to laugh because like they're not registering and that that's fully like not inappropriate. inappropriate. Yeah. And so it's like I try not to laugh, but it's like how it's natural that we do, and I'm just like. <laughs> Oh, and to this day, has never ate a salad since. No, like, it like probably just like ruined the entire concept. Like <laughs> the one body part that pops up in my mind every single time I eat a salad. Like,
0: okay. You're like, Ugh. oh, my <laughs> scary. Gosh. Oh. Just imagine.
1: You're like, yeah, sure. No problem.
0: <laughs> I would love so. Thank you so much for offering. Like, I was hoping that you were going to offer. Like, so polite. Thank you. Oh. oh, my gosh. Yeah, that is a. Like a population or like a diagnosis that like will definitely test you, yeah. but I feel like if you like build that rapport, sometimes that's like half the battle.
1: Oh yeah, they like, just have to respect you enough to maybe sometimes try to filter, and then it goes really smooth. Yeah, but then you still get those times where you're like, oop, that right there
0: was <laughs> probably not something
1: great you should say. Yeah,
0: yeah. you're like, I mean, safe space here. Um, but. because I understand that you had like yeah. a brain bleed, but, but if you were at a restaurant,
2: not that so much. would not be. Okay. <laughs> right.
0: Well, also, hopefully you're not naked salad eating in public. So, mm. you never know, not, I mean,
2: <laughs> whatever.
1: <laughs> Teach their own. Let's not judge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have another story that comes to mind?
2: So, I mean, it was more of like me feeling embarrassed more than anything else even better just because like at my prn job just the area of the state like the city clientele is clientele like there's like a full whether they like the patients know it or not um like upper management makes it very clear like oh this is a vip patient which i'm totally It's a hospital. Like, I'm like, everyone is a VIP to me. Everyone's going to get the same care.
0: Totally. I never understood that in healthcare. Me either. And And I I don't know if that's like a thing everywhere, but it doesn't make any sense. Yeah.
1: You know, I worked in the service industry for quite some time through college. And I think that's everywhere. Like, there you'll get a little note that'll be like, VIP client, like have to do your absolute best. And you're like, man, if you were, Confident in your staff, you would hope that they're doing this with all of the people right, that they like, see. Yeah. Okay, so just don't
0: spit in their food and just like, <laughs> but, it's, everyone, but else, cool for everyone, everyone else <laughs> you can treat like
1: absolute yeah. garbage, but this person, take care of them. Yeah, that's yeah, so wild.
2: I totally get that. And like, I know, like, you should expect the same service for everyone, right. but I feel like that's in an absolutely no place in healthcare. Like, yeah you're trying to say, like, right, I, like, I if just, this person's in danger, save them, everyone else, yeah. uh. Right, and I'm like so. I mean that bougie, bougie, hoity-toity. My PRN job, which I was there very rarely. Like there wasn't that much I had to do within my own contract, and there was like a couple of weeks where I kept hearing like, "Oh, there's a, um, like a professional athlete in house." Yeah, and I was like, okay. I'm not really big on this sport. I don't know anything. <laughs> You're, You're like, like don't care. Yeah, Do okay. you think he'll sign my scrub top? And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't care. Which I never had him. I never met him. So I was like, whatever. I don't yeah. Care. And then one day I went in and there was super short. Like I had eight patients, which is way overboard. Like for even like rehab. Yeah. Even that started. setting. You're like, this is not so, a great ratio. I mean, eventually this patient, like, he was my most stable one. So I, I need to like, organize my day based on like who's my most acute who has the most totally like, like, prioritize stuff like i have to prioritize right if everything. someone's
1: stable you're not going to be yeah. up their butt all day right i just
2: like in this room last and i'm like trying to do my best i'm still like doing what they need for me yeah but i just assumed that this was like this number one fan of this team because <laughs> everything was decorated like, oh my god this, like <laughs>
1: You're like, are you a big fan I of this? Like, wait, did the, the hospital
2: do that? No, no, no. His, like, family just decorated his room. Because, I mean, you know, the average stay is, like, two weeks in rehab. Yeah, so, right. So, like, they make it just as comfortable as they can. Yeah. And then... Um, like they're just the like blanket, postering like, like the walls shoes, are
0: just like his face and he's like, like mm, maybe a bit much
2: <laughs> like his shoes wear like the colors of the team like wow the logo like his everything name I was like wow and then you know, you're
0: like, like you're a huge fan was, yeah and also like, mean, like you're an adult like this is like i get it if you're like a 12 year old super fan of like a team but mm-hmm. it's like mm, that would be like hey vicky's in the hospital and like decorate her entire room like
1: Caribbean blue, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, our scrub color, which is like <laughs> pictures of me to make her feel like she's at home, like, like, mm, yeah,
2: kind of weird. Just like, and I was trying to make small blue. talk because he was. I noticed a lot of people came in and out of his room, just staff-wise, whether they were their his therapist or not, like nurses. Yeah, I was we just like, what's what's up with like, high I'm traffic like, area? area. Guy have like, snacks. Maybe he's like, really nice, that? and oh my, like, but he was very like after a while he wasn't that talkative with me and i was like "What?" Yeah. i'm like am i missing something <laughs> he's like yeah enough already like <laughs> yeah and i was like and he was going home that day so i mean he didn't need much for me and his yeah. wife was there and she did like everything for su- him like super attentive to him yeah and even like our medical director came up to me and was like oh like at add- <laughs> Make sure he's out, like wheeling out, like exactly at twelve thirty. Like, wait, like, he it, like it's important. We're to, we're gonna do a parade and blah blah. blah. Oh, good lord! And I mean, like, you're
0: like <laughs> a parade for this super fam. You're like, like, I guess
2: I, like, I can maybe, guess what
0: color the balloons are gonna be. I was
2: like, maybe he's <laughs> just really nice, and I'm not here enough to be. Like, yeah, know, like the yeah. impact that he's made. With yeah, maybe everyone.
0: he wrote like and a check like, for like a hundred G's to the like, hospital or know. something, I'm and like also they're really maybe. excited.
2: But you're, like, just, "Mm." like, I just don't see it, but everyone seems to love him. And I was, like, okay, so there I go, wheeling him out exactly that time, and everyone (laughs) in that building, I swear, was lined up, like, the music was going, (laughs) they were clapping, they were cheering Stop. blah, 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 like, and then people start handing him, like, little, like, um souvenirs, like, of the helmet of the the sport, and, like, having him sign, and I was, like, wait a minute. I was, like, oh, and that's when it kind of, (laughs) like, clicked, and I was, like, you're the athlete everyone's been talking like, about, but i didn't say it i was just like oh no wonder yeah, you should have been like do all hey this. right
1: this whole time i just thought you were a super fan
2: yeah. i was like <laughs> well i had asked him i was like are you i'm like you really like like this team like earlier when oh, i was giving him what did it, he say he, yeah. he kind of just like giggled and like was like yeah I, you know what i He's bet it's like, kind of idiots. nice
1: <laughs> i bet it's kind of nice to have someone not know you
0: yes like, then, oh look at this nurse. She's just like, treating she's just me like treating a patient. Me as
1: she's a nurse and I'm a patient. Yeah, and I'm and not she's this like,
0: big high end yeah, person. Yeah, she's not like coming in doing backflips, like, Oh my gosh, like can I get you anything? She's can just you sign normal. my uh
2: my notes for today. <laughs> sign this soap note. So like when we finally get to the entrance, like his wife starts handing out like cards I like kissed cards because he was a hall of famer and i was like oh
0: <laughs> and then like <laughs> i like helped. is this third grade what's that <laughs> thing like, like,
2: i'll put and it in my collection like, yeah uh, uh, my shoe i apps. like helped him into the car and like as i was like getting close to like it was just like a lamborghini door he's like <laughs> do you still think i'm a number one fan and i was like <laughs> oh. you're like be right back burying myself in my own grave. I Goodbye. was like, I'm sorry, I don't know anything about this war, obviously. I was like, but congrats.
1: <laughs> You're like, but have fun going home. Bye. Yeah, like, oh, good luck. Was, if you ever want
0: to shout me out, my name is Stephanie, I'm a nurse. <laughs> I really <was> just <laughs> if so you ever have in- extra money laying around, my name is Stephanie, I'm a nurse. <laughs> like, that that is-, is I was like, don't take it personal. Oh. I just
1: that's hilarious. Don't. Yeah.
0: But also it's just like You know, ignorance is bliss. You're like, whatever. Like I, because I think if you're trying to act like people are VIPs, then it like comes across weird as well. Like it has to be weird for them too, right? Like, because they're in a hospital. It's just not like a thing. Like this isn't like, oh, we're going to give you the VIP. It's not like a positive
1: experience. So for people to be like, we're going to take the best care of you. He's probably like, yeah,
0: you should. I'm medically ill. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sick. That's why I'm here. I would hope that you're going to give me good care. It kills me because one of the hospitals that I worked at in the past, um, like on like the electronic medical records as like a little column and it says like VIP and it's like yellow stars. And I think like that's really weird. But I like worked there for a while and I was like, what is the deal with this? And it seemed like this one floor – always had all the vips and i was like okay that must be like the bougie like penthouse of this <laughs> super average nice room. county hospital yeah i was like i don't understand and like i was like still kind of like new at this hospital it was like a prn job i was picking up and i was like okay like i don't i don't really want to ask because it's like it doesn't really matter but then i come to find out that the vips there and that floor and the yellow like star asterisk it indicates prisoner, <laughs> like that's what they use it for. And I was like, okay, that's actually the best. She's
1: like, wow, these VIP guests are just—they're into some weird stuff. Being chained to their bed,
0: they have like top security. <laughs> I was Something
1: like, weirds going on on this yes. floor.
0: And I was like, oh, okay, that's just like how they indicate to like staff, like not very important person, more like very dangerous person <laughs> potentially they should yes. change
1: vip to something else yes, yes.
0: but i was like okay because that did make me feel better because i was like wow like considering like where i live like the city that this hospital was in i was like there's absolutely like zero way there's that many important people here. <laughs> a whole floor like, yeah i'm like okay what is this guy like a small business owner vip like i was just like there's no way there's that many here so it like blew my mind and then i was like oh it's just the prisoners okay like I get it. We have to indicate them somehow, I guess for safety. And right. there's a different protocol of like certain things at hospitals on those floors just for security purposes. And so I was like, okay, I guess that's like a good way of doing it. But yeah, like I, I was too afraid to ask. So I was like VIP, like what's going on? Like it's just, there's so many all the time. <laughs> so slightly different VIP story than yours. And, uh, Probably not as happy of an ending for my (laughs) VIP
1: (laughs) inmates as your athlete. (laughs) I honestly think though, like being, if I was an athlete or a famous person and I went to the hospital and I had a nurse who had no idea who I was but was still giving me good care. I'd be like, okay, this is actually a good person. Like this person really cares about their patients because she doesn't give a shit who I am. Yeah. She, like, she like, thinks Hello? I'm a super fan <laughs> <laughs> like, and she's treating me like the best patient ever. Totally. I was
0: just
2: like, I hope you don't take it personally.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she's like, don't, so, don't, so, sorry. Don't write about this on your Twitter account. I know. I was
2: like, like, don't make fun of me. Wendy. Call me <laughs> out. <laughs> like.
1: Okay. Do you have a story that is like, uh, why did I choose this career field get me out of here story? <laughs> just one. Don't worry. Not 100. Just one.
2: Well, I mean, I have had like a patient like lash out on me by throwing his feces at me like because <gasps> I wouldn't let them go out to um, smoke. I was like, you're on your third stroke. There's absolutely no way you're going
0: out. Yes. And that's the part that kills me. It's like, Let's say you somehow convince me to allow you to go outside and smoke. We get there. You somehow find a cigarette. You find a lighter. And then you're like, oh, one of my hands is flaccid. doesn't work. How are you going to light that cigarette, sir? You're not.
1: And your other hand is preoccupied
2: with <laughs> CC <Feces>. Poop. <laughs> that now I have to clean <laughs> on top of you, on top of the floor, just everything. And I'm like. And you're still expecting me to deal with all of it. What do you
1: think is the worst part of your career? Since like to me, I think that
0: would be it. That scenario seems like an absolute (laughs) nightmare. Which part? The violence or the feces or both?
2: Uh, The violence I think I
1: can (laughs) deal with. It's the feces that I don't love.
2: I mean, I guess like, I mean, the feces I can deal with. To be honest, like that's <laughs> it's the just, violence, you know. That's like. just a nursing thing. Like I could be you, like knew that you, you signed up for into it into a right. code brown, and I'll I'll still go eat my lunch perfectly fine after. Yeah. Like I don't. You're like a zany in my hair. It's just mm-hmm. okay, I guess like good. for the patients that just love to lash out, it's that we're just expected to take it. Like, yeah, we can never yeah. You say can't anything like back to defend ourselves. Like we just have to deal with it. Totally. Which, I mean, I've. I'm pretty I'm really good at it like I've learned to just not take it personally like they're these people are at their worst states Yes. it's
1: so tough when someone's being so mean to you and then you're like but I I'm the one taking care of you yeah. and initially saving your life but you're being a jackass yes and
0: you're like I'm the professional and so I have to just like Shut up. Yes, like do some deep breathing and then hang out with you for the next 12 and a half hours. Like Mm -hmm. you you guys are there with these people for so long. Like I think about it from like a therapy standpoint. I'm like, okay, you're a real pill, but it's a 60-minute treatment session that we need to get through. And so it's like, you know, if we need to break that into 230s, like because of my mental
2: health, (laughs) we will do it. But it's like you guys. And then just (sighs) in the setting that we're in, like if they're there for two weeks, and every time you're because I know they don't like uh, the continuity of care. Like, yes, they try to stick with the same um, like assignment, just yeah. so like they get used to you and stuff like that. And it's better care. Like I know you, you know me. Yes, but it's right. like in situations where we just have to help each other and be like, look, I've like I'm worn I'm, out. <laughs> like this, this is my I third need a shift break. Yes, which like because upstairs we're like on the other floors, like med surgery, or Telly or whatever. It's you might not even have the same four that you started with, like by the end of the day. Right. Like they went somewhere the, else. Those like, are all right. gone. You have a new four. Unit. So I guess that's like one of the downsides of them staying there so long. When if you get like a been, tricky yeah, you patient, really get to know
1: the patients. But if the patients are tough. really not fun, you're
2: like, you are like rock, still, paper, scissors yeah. with your coworkers Because you're like, Who's yes. taking him
0: today? Nose goes on that guy. Right? You're like, I'll take him when I come back after four days off. Yeah. <laughs> but like not three in a row yeah
1: that's That's definitely the tough part
0: it yeah it there's like the great patients where you're like i would take you every day from here until infinity and beyond and then you have ones where you're like "Mm, one shift this week is enough because again like you you know that it's not like malicious and a lot of these are like head injury stroke kind of like patients that like there's like a reason i think we try to keep that at the forefront where it's like okay it's not you it's the injury what kills me is you get these like patients that i mean anywhere in the hospital so it could be like in the ed it could be up on the floors it could be anywhere i feel like we don't get them too often in our unit because you're agreeing to come to our unit you're agreeing to therapy you want typically you want to be there to get better but we'll get like a code gray which is like an Like, agitated patient and security. No offense, like, security is great, like, props, et cetera, et cetera. Thank you for your service. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just like, they don't get there any sort of like specific training. Like, you think these security guards know, like, what a right stroke or like a frontal lobe, like, no, like they
2: don't know. So then it's like, you could be making it way worse. Well, we, and we've had that several times, like, on our floor where they're, Freshly out of surgery, doing a craniotomy or just a stroke, and they're just not, and they're like folding them like a child, like, Sir, yes. you need to get back. I'm like, He thinks yeah, it's 1964. You're like, 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 you're, Sir doesn't understand you. <laughs>
0: I was like, Sir couldn't tell you which way is up right now. No, like, no, 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 no. I'm like, You're making it
2: worse. Okay. Yes. <laughs> like, that's
1: a really good point is that the people we expect to help us in those situations have no idea what the medical diagnosis of these patients are.
0: Yeah. And
1: they're just doing what they would come to an in, ordinary Joe on the street. Yeah, you're
0: not a bouncer at a bar. <laughs> These people are fresh out of brain surgery. You so it's time for like, you to leave. Sorry, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> like, it's just, it's I don't know. It, it, there's no good way of handling it. Yeah. And, like, luckily, it's not super common. So let's say four, almost five years ago, you didn't become a nurse and then decide to go back to school to be a nurse practitioner, what other career path could you have seen yourself going into?
2: I honestly feel like I would stay in the medical field. Okay. It's just so entertaining, <laughs> so rewarding. Just, I think I entertaining love, is key. <laughs> I love every aspect of it. I just feel like I would have gone more like the therapy side. Oh my Ooh. gosh! We've been friends for so because? many years, and I never knew. Yeah, just because I mean, I see that there's more. Yeah, ways to help besides just being the nurse or the doctor. I mean, that's the standard. That's what you normally just. That's totally true. Way. Everyone's that's like,
1: like, "Oh, you're in healthcare. What are you a nurse?" That's every time someone yep. sees you
2: out
0: and you're in scrubs, they're like, "Great, nurse!" And I was like, "Oh, god, no." Oh, God. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Oh, God. No. Okay, I don't do neither. Don't ask me any questions.
2: <laughs> and this, and especially in this setting, I've been able to see like the great impact therapy has. Yeah. We paid her wow. to say this.
0: I just, yes, this uh, episode sponsored to you by <laughs> therapy and just go to it. And then uh, also become one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just more autonomy. Just less yeah. BS. <laughs> yeah. Like having to deal with doctors and having to. A- Cover your ass with the doctors. And yeah, just like you guys are the middle aspects men
0: that. for so many things. That's too. Totally true, right? Mm-hmm. Like we go to nursing and we're like, "Hey, can you do blah blah?" blah? And they're like, "Sure." And then th- like they're the ones that are like reeling that information. And if to- like
1: you ever need to get in contact with a doctor as a therapist, but you don't like really want to talk to the doctor, you're like,
0: "Hey, nursing, uh, can Could you, tell you reach this
2: doctor? out for like this?" Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love what I do. I really do. But sometimes when I like even see therapy, like just where i work or like my other job i'm just like i sometimes when i'm so overwhelmed i'm like i wish i could be that where i could just worry about this one hour and be like okay yes on to the next one not to knock down anything that you guys are doing like no but like it's
0: so different in a lot of those aspects like like,
2: you you can want to help and not have to worry about a, B, and C and D that has nothing to do with nursing, but I have to yeah, you still still get deal to, with it. You still yeah. get to
1: make an impact and have that patient care, but it's a little less responsibility. <laughs> I like I a hundred percent feel so like
0: no pressure, but like what kind of therapist would you be and why would it be a speech path?
1: <laughs> and why would you join us in the speech therapy world? <laughs> so, but,
0: like have you thought about like which one you would like gear towards? Well,
2: I don't think I would do physical. I, yeah, boo. <laughs> just kidding. And just, <laughs> I mean, between OT and speech, like I, I see the limitation of OT. Yeah. Just from like being around it and being so close to one of the OTs that we work with. Yeah. And, um, so I honestly see the big impact that speech therapy has. And it seems so fun to me. It kind of
1: is. And what's nice about speech therapy is you get to do so many different things. Yes. So you you can make anything functional.
0: Yeah. Like Like you might have one patient and you're like, okay, they need like a little bit of swallow stuff. They need some voice stuff, some speech stuff, a bunch of cog stuff. Like you can really like mix it up
1: yeah you're not really limited to like you doing the same thing with every patient like every patient is way different you're like oh cool i hated that one but this one's a different one so this will be fun
0: i also <laughs> love how she's like yeah i really like speech and then we're like still trying to sell her on it we're like okay so just
2: quit your mp program <laughs> like, come back to
0: <laughs> Why go to grad school go to grad school for
2: speech and <laughs> well it's the same uh, thing with like one of the new grants that we have yeah she's like how do how long is it to become totally an- a speech therapist and i'm like oh
0: We had like a brand new nurse start and mm -hmm. this is already her second career. So she had a career and then she like went back to school in her like early thirties for nursing first day on the job on our unit. Our director makes (laughs) makes um, has part of their training as nurses is like follow around therapy. And so she's like watching PT. She's hanging out in the therapy gym. She's watching OT. And then I spent maybe 10 minutes up there, and i was like hey so here's like a little handout i'm like kind of what we this do is what we do here yes and then i was like if you want to like ever watch like an mbs like you want to like see that like we can totally do that and like whatever she's into it she comes back to my office later and i was like would you mind like showing me like what one of those looks like and i was like she's like and also uh um, what's the tuition where do i sign up yes. and then i just was like okay i don't know if she's just like trying to be like nice to me where she's like pretending to care what I do. But she was like asking so many questions in my office for like 30 minutes. And then it was not that many days later where I had an NBS with this guy and he had an NG tube in and it was like a follow up. He had had one like maybe the week before whatever. He like seemed like he was doing way better. Okay, great. We're going to do his his uh, updated MBS, and I asked her, I was like, hey, girl, do you want to come down to radiology and, like, observe it? And she was like, oh, my gosh, yeah, like, could I? That would be so great. And then he freaking aced this thing like a boss.
1: Sir, thank you so much for making us look great. He's like,
0: (laughs) chugging thin liquids? Sure, sure I will. Like, he was doing great. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. And then… She got to pull his NG tube yeah. and we started on an oral diet. And that was her first experience. I was like, like, start to finish. She was like, this is the best day of my life. And I was like, great. They won't all be like this. But
1: this entire time I've been listening to the story and I'm like, was I there? Or was I not? There? I feel like I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm not sure if I was yes, there. And now you you're telling the story. And I'm like, no, no, I was literally there for every single part of this story.
0: <laughs> you're like, oh, this one's really familiar. Like, oh, I
1: love this one. I had one just like it.
0: All three of us. <laughs> yeah. We were all there. Plus her oh it takes a village but yeah and then she's just like wow like okay so if i'm a nurse like how many years do you think i would have to go to be a speech Post path back okay. and then i was like okay well two some of your two. yeah i was like okay some of your like prereqs will be like good and maybe like a year for like bridging all the like undergrad stuff you need and then like two more years and she was like oh interesting i was like okay so like i thought you were just being nice now she's like wheels
2: turning legit. so we
1: convinced every nurse on our unit yes. to become a speech therapist well,
2: like all the good ones officially I just think, like, I mean, you have that belief where speech therapy. Literally, all you're going to help me do is get rid of this lisp. Yes. But there's so much more to it. And I just think it's so fascinating.
1: Round of applause for Stephanie.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah. Or it's if
0: they do know that you work with adults, then they're like, oh, I wish I could just play games all day. (laughs) I was like, that hurts a lot.
1: Okay, although I do love to play games.
0: (laughs) That's usually off the clock.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's not with the patients, sadly.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't know what kind of weird games you play, but, like, usually medication management, finances, and and ice chips, like, aren't involved. So I don't – I'm not really sure what you think goes on in my office, but join me. I, I dare you. Join me and then tell me, like, if you think that's what I do. I challenge you.
1: Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Do you have a patient quote that you think was really either influential or just something that you think about often and it kind of stays with you through your career?
2: Um, I guess just one that really stayed with me was like, we were like right back from working COVID. Like we have finally opened up again, like our unit, just normal rehab. And I was very, I was starting to feel myself just jaded, just from being upstairs and just everything that we went through, and just being so different from like our normal routine. And like I had this patient, or I was doing something very simple. Like I think I was filling up her flower vase, like with more water, just because it was getting low. Mm. And she looks at me. She's like, "You take really good care of me." She's like, <sighs> "I hope you're taking care of yourself too." Like, she's like, "Because no one should." Or can if you're not doing it for yourself first. And Aww. I think that's what just finally solidified everything for me to go back to NP school. Cause I was like, I, I, cause after COVID, you, there was this letdown of like how fast we were just treated like nothing. Yes. It was just and like, we just don't so care. Many All hands on deck. Of everything of yeah. just like by the whole hospital, just by the whole like us feeling so useless, like, uh, like uh, at least I did it as yeah. nursing. Like I had oh, yeah. these basically ICU patients. Like yes. that, I had no ICU experience for, and I was like, and there's like, here's I'm four like, of them. In a few Bye. minutes, this patient is going to require way more care than I am going to be able to provide. Like, and safety. you feel like yes. you have like
1: imposter syndrome in that moment. Like I didn't think I was going to work through the pandemic. I didn't think I would have ventilator status patients by the. Ten digits, right? And I'm working overtime. And is this really my job? And I think everyone felt kind of
0: like it's like we're. I think like especially in rehab, un- like you're coming from a setting where it's like, yeah, I'm a team player. I'm a team player, but it's like <laughs> only to a point. Yeah. To which then they're not. It's not even being a team player or not. It's like you're pushed so far out of like your experience, your comfort zone, your competencies with no yeah. support, and it's like, okay, good
2: luck, and like. When she said that, I realized like I'm not taking care of myself right now. Like, yeah, that I've been right. dealing with all this and trying to push it all down, down, but I'm not. Yeah, because like, there was times when I would even see you, and I'm like, I feel like every single time I talk to you, all I'm doing is whining. <laughs> I'm like, and I wasn't like that before.
1: And you don't ever yeah. want to feel like you're like I don't hate my job. I don't mean yeah. to say that, but it was just a crazy time like, to be working. And it
2: had it was never anything about the patients, but it was everything that like just admin, just the, the job, whole system, the whole yeah business of healthcare yeah. was making us just put up with. And
0: it's like, so, it's always been there, but it just like was it never was so upsetting. so clear.
2: Yes. It was so clear without any, like they were ashamed of how clear they were making it. So it yeah. was like, and that's what I was finding. Like, you know what? Like I'm not as happy as I thought I was going to be just with this aspect of nursing. And I was like, and that's yeah. when I finally decided that I would go back.
0: And it was like was, the push that you yeah. were like, okay. Oh so God, shout out that. to that patient because you <laughs> inspired Stephanie to become. Honestly, God bless her. Nurse her. practitioner. Yeah. Like, was she a nurse or medical person in her like career? Like, it's just like for someone to like think, wow, you're taking such great care of me. But also like to have that, like I, I, it's like you're sick because you're in the hospital
2: and all you're thinking about is, the person are taking you care taking of you. care
0: of you yeah. like that's just such a
2: and it's not like i was doing heart. anything grand i was just putting more water in her flowers but she <laughs> bothered to even notice yeah because like like i said they're there for so long they get to know you so they're they can tell right away if something's off yes yeah and that's why i'm like she the fact that she's even worrying about anyone else and i was like totally I, that's why i do love nursing like i love and honestly if healthcare wasn't such of a business yeah. because unfortunately it is, Mm -hmm. I would stay in bedside forever. Like I love bedside. Yeah. It's just there's only so much that I'm able to do that they let me do as just a bedside nurse.
0: Yeah. Well, bedside nurse or MP, changing the world. You are so great.
1: We're so thankful for you as... A guest on the podcast, well, but also as a nurse.
0: Me. Yes. Love you as a nurse. Love you as a friend. Thank you so much. Thank you. We've had a blast
1: hearing this week's guest, but we know there are more wild stories to be heard. Share your crazy moments with us at info at Show
0: us some love, rate, review, and subscribe. We'll be back next week with another guest who will be sure to leave you speechless. speechless.